0: Apparently, the Bible is going to be rewritten by A.I. Well, Susan. Uh, There's a local Pride Festival promoting drags for kids.
1: I'm kind of wondering why the attention is so much on the children, because this stuff has gone on for a very long time. Uh, And we've really been able to all live together in a community and not have a problem with this. But I'm curious why it's so important for people that are doing these types of they're calling it female impressionism. Uh, why is it important to do? And actually, it's a little more than female. But that would be like Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, or Eliza Minnelli. When I first oh, read yeah. this
0: article, a little bit, that's kind of what I thought of because they they called it, you know, female impressionist, and and uh, we've grown up in the Las Vegas era, right? Yeah. And and that's been part of a staple in the Vegas Strip for a long time. But they were they were impersonating Julie Garland singing or Barbara Streisand singing great songs, and they were great singers singing great songs. It was a whole different. It was like a genre that started in France ages ago or whatever, but but that that's kind of not the way this is now being handled. When they speak of a drag show, and we've shown it here on the show many times, where it, it's very inappropriate. And what makes it worse is when they say it's family friendly. Uh, a show that we did not that long ago showed some of the family-friendly content. It was pretty embarrassing. So,
1: Well, I guess more and more people feel like their children need to be exposed to this for their own mental health. I don't know when the shift happened where we yeah. decided, okay, mental health means exposing them to adult scenarios as young as, as young as possible.
0: What I find interesting, though, is the people that are saying that are not the people, right? So we get a lot of input from the gay community that's very upset that this is now encroaching into their kids' schools and, and everything, from their libraries to their reading material, and they're being exposed to this at such such young age. Six years old, four years old, preschool. Uh, it's just, it's adult behavior that needs to last, uh, you know, be exposed, I think. Well, as far as I think, adults, as far as, what, I,
1: what I feel like is adults so often are getting bullied about yeah. this, right? So you yeah. have to agree, or... Someone will die if you disagree or if they are, you know, misgendered or however however that goes. Um, and the bully tactics keep you from protecting young children. Right. I'm not seeing uh, so many of our local legislators speaking out and standing up for kids. I mean, for instance, this was held, uh, this was right across the street from City Hall, uh, right across from the University of Texas at Arlington. Uh, open to all ages and these men performing on the stage are repeatedly calling attention to the kids. Yeah And this story came to us from the Dallas Express, which is doing a really great job. which of, is which is what's today. changed,
0: right? Yeah They used to come out and just perform. now they're now they're making it a point to say that this is going to be performed for young kids. They're the, needs, the ones that need to be exposed to this. I don't know, I just, I'm very uncomfortable with well,
1: that. Well, but, but we've got to follow the money a little bit here. Yeah. And as I'm noticing, so it's not just this. I followed, so uh, one of the other most read stories uh, caused me to follow a link that we didn't talk about because Denton was actually offering something called the Big Gay Swim Day. Um, it's a private event. They. Uh, specifically where they're going to be bringing children in using the same bathrooms, and they're inviting children for it. So men and women and children in the pool after hours renting out this facility, and that should be just okay. There was a time when if you showed a child the kinds of things that were showing, that would have been... You were, well, you you were arrested. Would have, you were arrested. And, <laughs> and that's charged. not like it's long ago. <laughs> no, that would have been, not. what, five years ago, yeah. four years ago. Well,
0: I don't think this one's going away, so it'll be a recurring story that we do a lot.
1: Well, I think one of the ways that we can get rid of it, at least keep it, put it back where it, where it belongs, away from the children, um, is to really call out those companies, because as we are going to be talking about a lot in the news this week, is the corporate structure for how these things work. Uh, and these title sponsors... Uh, they were, uh, you know, Frank Cadillac of Arlington. Uh, we had uh, several different companies here that you may not have recognized, but the biggies are Charles Schwab, Chase, Chase Bank, Bank uh, UTA, uh, the Downtown Arlington Management. Interesting, right? Uh, Walgreens, yeah, like you're saying. And so it's, it's important to start going, okay, who's supporting this type of behavior around our children? And then maybe it would be great if we could all have a coffee, Because I'm starting to wonder, do we even understand what it means to protect the innocence of a small child today? Uh, You know, somebody brought out that that we are, if you think through what happens to a child when they're engaged in over-sexualized behavior at such a young age, they tend to be perpetrators of that. They're great play actors, right? If you take them to Star Wars, they're going to start, you know... They're going to be Han Solo. Yeah, they're going to, you know, all my kids had to have... The oh, the laser beam, you know, the sword, and it's like that. These are the types of things that we got to look at. Yep. Are we are we raising Are we raising the future pedophiles?
0: Uh, kind of a hard switch, but we're into money, 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 money. And money. Uh, I, I was reading an article that showed that a lot of states are now sending both rebates and uh, reimbursements, and, and kind of back to that COVID mandate relief funds. Rebates? Uh, yeah, rebates for taxes. Taxes? This taxes is, are being rebated? Yeah, there's always been an interesting concept for me. So you pay your taxes, and then you're supposed to be grateful when the state actually sends you a portion of them back.
1: And some of these, you have to report it. Depending on all that, you may actually have to report More it as More tax income. as income, exactly. <laughs> so it's,
0: it's interesting that the money that we send into the government then is no longer our money, obviously, and then it comes back. So... I always feel like I'm the beggar in the street, right? The Charles Dickens. Please sell may I have some more. Can I have my money back? Yeah, the tax and, uh, story. If, if you don't need the money, I need the money. So just don't take it in the first place. Yeah, well, right? uh, Let's adjust what? the tax if, when, laws when a When there's bit. plenty of
1: money in my hands, I'm a very generous woman. Yeah. But if you start putting your hands in my pockets and taking that money yeah. and, and deciding you're going to appropriate for yourself what I've worked for. Yep. Because think about labor being taxed. Is that really a thing? right? I mean, we should be starting to ask some questions. Is it possible for human labor to be taxed? And is that even lawful? Which, of course, is a different word than legal. Right. Is it lawful to do that? Yep.
0: And we actually have uh, we have a story that's going to be coming up later in the week or in a future episode, and it starts talking about the other issue for me that, and it's waste. You know, they the staggering amount of money that we contribute to these government bodies, not just mean the federal yeah. government, but it's state bodies, city governments, all this kind of stuff. And and the uh, accounting for that money is often very lacking or nonexistent. So,
1: well, for instance, your sales tax. Where's your sales tax go? Your sales yep. tax is, should go to your location, right? That's yep. where. Well, in the case of the earlier story, that's going to go help the. Uh, that that money goes back to the local colleges. Yes, that's part of your ta- property tax bill. It goes Local colleges and educational systems throughout, right? Because, but you and I you
0: both know that money in the educational system is very well utilized. Really? Where we have, where we have members of that public group now earning as much as a million dollars a year oh, in you're compensation. Oh, you
1: don't have to superintendent. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. Just goodness. the
0: superintendent, because their job is m- massive. Remember, the president of the United States only makes a little over four hundred thousand. So the job of a local ISD superintendent has got to be so much more powerful and important than the president of the free world state, right, in order for him to earn twice or three times the amount of money. Come on. There is absolutely no justification for any of this. It's it's just money rucked.
1: No, but if we need m- to pay attention to it. And, and as I mentioned earlier, this idea that, of the bullying, uh, of keeping us out of these conversations, because it's yeah. tough, right? If you're going to go to a school board and you're going to demand accountability of what's going on with the money here, um, you're a lot of times you're going to be challenged, right? Then, yeah. And a lot of that stuff's private because well, they don't like the us, public-private partnership. Well, they
0: don't like us pointing out the fact we just did a story on yeah. the small school with 33 graduating students where only five of them Met the qualifications to graduate, even in that small school environment. Our million-dollar players apparently can't seem to educate thirty-three kids with enough information to get them to graduate from a high school. If you're a business person, this just stinks, right? You've got to start looking at the books. You got to start looking at the personnel.
1: You do, and that's what I loved about Lauren Davis when she was running for uh, Dallas County uh, uh, Commissioner, or uh, what was that that title? In charge of it. Um, Uh, But her her Dallas County judge. Thank you. Dallas County judge. It escaped me for a minute. But her whole idea of that was, we've got to get back to zero-based budgeting. We've got to go back every single year, instead of just automatically appropriating the dollars that we spent before, because each one of them spends the entire year figuring out how they can add to that budget. They're not figuring out how they can cut waste. They're not figuring out how. But or whether or not they still need of. that money, we they're needed figuring, it
0: last year, but you may not need it this year. And
1: as we showed uh, previously, also that when when you go to talk to them, they're going to shut you down. So it's like, okay, the, how is it that your city council and your school board and your commissioners court, they're going to really not hear you? They're going to give a public forum, and you're going to go before the horseshoe, but we're really just not going to deal with that, and we just kind of pass the buck, and they. Stop the conversations through parliamentary procedure, right? Yeah. Wait a minute, we didn't do it quite like this. You've got to say it like this. Wait a minute, you mentioned a name. You're not allowed to. Point of, to. Order. Point point of, of order. order. Point of order. Point of order. And when you do point of order, then you have to go back and they have to, okay, well, let's read the rules one more time. And they make it so difficult, and it's intentionally so. Your when time are is we up. Not gonna reckon- Your time is up. Uh-huh. Point when of order, I didn't have my time. He stole my time. Point of order. Bullying. Her
0: time wasn't point of order. It's like so listening to one of these money. is enough to tear your hair. It is. Just it's like, don't is. take
1: my money and bully me. Um, and and it's interesting. Every once in a while, it rules in your favor. I was noticing this uh, Starbucks story. That's so crazy. Yeah, you know, I,
0: this doesn't obviously deal with the government or anything, but uh, it was it was. A pleasant story for me to read because, well, this one actually goes back in time. This goes back to 2018. Yeah. But, but back then, if, if, if you recall, there was a lot of unrest. We had a lot of riots going on. There was a lot of civil unrest with that because of situations that had occurred throughout the country where it really pit race against race. And, and everybody was kind of on edge. And in this particular uh, case, in Philadelphia... There was a starbucks restaurant it was, ma- it was managed by <laughs> yeah, it was just managed by people but at the point in time there were two black men that were sitting in the restaurant and the they were sitting there for quite a while the management simply asked them, like you do in any restaurant are you going to buy something if you're not going to buy something we're going to need you to move on right because we need the table and they refused they refused to either move on or buy something so after this occurred a couple of times the management called the police and said I've got two people in here I need removed, right? Well it just so happens they just happen to be black people and the management was white. So suddenly this wasn't about business clearing a table and making room for more practitioners of the the restaurant. Now is a race question that was occurring. And the only reason they did it was because they were black. Anyway, the entire thing escalated, it went to court because the person that was managing the restaurant, they had a white supervisor. She got involved, she was forced to fire the manager in this case. Uh, she didn't like firing the manager because it was a really an unjustified firing. Anyway, it event, eventually ended up in federal court. And just recently, the court is, was based in Camden, New Jersey. The uh, jurors in the federal court found in favor of the management. That happened. And said that... And said that a Starbucks. And said that Starbucks fired them for no reason and awarded them $25.6 million, which is, we need to start bringing back the power of the word, right? When someone used to say you were guilty of, of, of being a bigot or a racist, it meant something because yeah. it was really important. And now I just don't like your point of view, so you're a racist. You know, I don't like swimming on Thursdays. You're a racist. I don't like to, Everything, it's used like a, a, an F word or something else. You know, you're just, it's a derogatory term that everybody gets, and it doesn't matter who you are. I mean, you can be be Alan West, you can be a black congressman, and they still call (laughs) you racist. (laughs) Or even a white white supremacist. Yeah, it doesn't matter who it is anymore, and that's the sad part. And it's taken, it's really detracted from the import of the word. But I was so glad to see that a jury, this wasn't even just a judge proclaiming something, which happens today. Yeah. I was glad to see this was actually a jury decision that made that decision. So it was encouraging.
1: Well, you know, the word usage is huge, and it, it definitely plays into this next story as we talk about what AI is now going to rewrite the Bible, and this is the brilliance from Klaus Schwab and Yuval Harari. Wow, these guys just keep bringing it.
0: Yeah, I, I, again, these are people that just kind of defy your logic, right? Why do they? But that's only because the people that look at them occasionally don't understand the bigger picture from this. This is, this is not just people that... Randomly get together and say something off the top of their head. This is a very well planned out orchestration of how we change the entire trajectory of the world,
1: which has been right. their their plan from the and they have go. the power they, and the
0: yeah. money to do it because every year we used to laugh on it. You know, I'd go on a, one of the news shows. Oh, what's Davos doing this weekend? Right. All the elites fly in their jets. They're flying into Davos, and we'd make fun of them. They're flying into da- uh, Davos talking about climate change.
1: Yeah, telling us that we should not yeah. have our farms, yeah. because cow farts. Exactly. Right? We shouldn't while have they, our farms. We shouldn't drive our gas cars. They we fly should shut down a, our gas stoves.
0: While they fly in a 737 yeah. with three people on board, uh-huh. or a fun in the sun and at the week the And parking in Davos. lot full of those.
1: <laughs> exactly. And then they have to be driven from that, uh, from the plane, from the landing strip, all the way back in. the stretch limit. And it's quite and, a while. Yeah. Right. And, and yeah. they're... There so we laughed at it, and it's a joke. for me and not for thee. Right?
0: It's a joke, but it's not for a joke. For thee because, and not for me. Because these way. people are, the World Economic Forum is is kind of the, the movement mm-hmm. behind that meeting in Davos each year. And and sadly, we have world leaders that attend it, members of Congress, presidents yes. of countries, and they are listening to this stuff that these so-called elites are pushing out, and they are talking about us, the peasantry of the world. They're and,
1: talking about it. And um, we can't
0: handle it ourselves, so they're going to make sure we do it right.
1: Well, you know, uh, Gutenberg printed the Bible in the middle of the 15th century. The printing press printed as many copies of the Bible as Gutenberg instructed it, but it did not create a single new page. It had no ideas of its own about the Bible. Is it good? Is it bad? How to interpret this? So how to interpret that? So you, Yuval Harari has revealed that he and his allies at the WEF have a solution to the supposed problems he's just highlighted. His AI can create those new ideas and That's can right. even write a new Bible. Throughout history, Nate, religions dreamt about having a book written by a superhuman intelligence, a non-human entity. Like, yeah, that happened. That's what happened. The Bible is inspired, every single word of it, and it's just, it's interesting. It could be misinterpreted. It has been on many occasions, right? No, but it's, it's going to be idea, exactly what,
0: what AI is proving to be, and we, yeah. sa- we, we sadly see some of the efforts of AI, and in, in obviously not the Bible presence, but... In normal day life, where they you ask it a question about a poli- political party, and suddenly the Democrats are the world's chosen, the Republicans are Satanists and next to Hitler, or they rewrite somebody's story. They don't like the use of this language in some dedicated author's storybook that's been around for 50 years, and they change that. So all this stuff that they talk about rewriting and rechanging, Klaas Schwab wrote a book, right? And it's, and it's all about... A new vision. they exactly have. What the they new world in. order. Yeah. They're not. They're not hiding it's this. It's the Great Reset. It's called the Great Reset, and it's the fourth revolution. The
1: fourth industrial revolution. Exactly. Yeah.
0: They have a plan, and they are slowly executing the plan. And the plan is very detailed. I think they're not And going it's called, called maybe Agenda 2030. <laughs> I mean, it's really written <laughs> it out there, and you can look it up. And they've and got.
1: chances are, your city's involved in that. We're going to be talking about exactly. that in our next episode. Exactly. Um, but when we're looking at you know faith and freedom. That is, those are important words, because our yeah. entire nation was founded on that. And by the way, the name of our nation is the United States of America. Well, it's it always is, been there, right? Well, no, things have changed recently, and we're going to be <laughs> revealing that in upcoming episodes. But mm. meanwhile, um, we have a new Faith and Freedom Index that ranks each state on its laws protecting faith-based nonprofits. Now, I'm not convinced the nonprofit gauge is how you do that. Because there's so many people that really showed their true colors in the faith industry, yeah. which it is a lot of times it's an industry. But we do have some fighters yeah.
0: in their First Liberty, and some of the other ones that really fight for religious freedom. But I was, I was again interested in this poll, yeah, because it's it's talking about the states who value religious and faith based nonprofits and give them the ability to operate within the states, right? And they actually have 14 different factors or categories that they base that on. And, and out, of re, out of reevaluating all the states, all 50 states, and applying these 14 factors, two states shown above the others, and that was Texas, and that was Alabama. That was great. So apparently we do... Oh,
1: you know, there's a lot of states in the United States of America. Yeah. And I'd like to know why we've got two that would rank on that anyway. I mean, where is everybody? You know, the well, only Well, we know way... who
0: came in last, Michigan and Nevada...
1: <laughs> well, not California.
0: Ironically, well, we don't GR. know. They could be third, right, right, from the bottom. But uh, yeah, Michigan. Sad for those folks in Michigan and Nevada. But it, it just uh, does this really speak more of the secular movement pushed, which is the globalist movement, by the way. It's well, a secular thirty-two movement.
1: states received scores of forty percent or lower for religious freedom. States were more friendly to these groups in ensuring freedom from burdensome. Uh, Regulations. While 32 states received scores of 40 percent or lower for religious freedom, states with more states were more friendly to these groups in ensuring freedom from burdensome re- regulation. And I'd like to point that out. You know, the idea that we have more regulation and that makes life better—we're uh, wrong about that. Yeah, we did we a story. Wrong we
0: did a story on the uh, the Ten Commandments, yeah. right? And they used the Ten Commandments as kind of as a, a reference material for it. But the idea of the the legislation was that the school system which has always been, we always say, oh, separation of church and state. Well, they're certainly not doing that anymore. But it was to give that local community and that school system the opportunity to make the choice. They had schools that wanted to display the Ten Commandments. They should be allowed to do that. And instead, they've been forced Not to do
1: that. Well, the separation of church and state is is just—that's widely misunderstood and widely Widely. misinterpreted. Because the point wasn't, oh, that they're never the Twain shall meet. That wasn't the point. The point was, no government's going to institute a religion. And I'd like to know at what point we don't recognize that this entire uh, DEI, LGBTQIA, whatever movement in this—and I'm not saying I'm look—that it is perfectly. There are relationships that are important to have. We don't alienate people based on the way they believe. That's not right. But when you start shoving it down my throat, that's different. Now this is the only way I can believe. I have a only way I have a right to believe. Now you're seeing a, a big pushback, including by myself. You know, I yeah. and that doesn't mean that I want anybody that is in. I would love anybody to have them at my table. Let's let's talk. Let's hang out. I don't have a problem with you as a person. I have a problem with a movement that would have the, the gall to tell me I don't have a right to think as I think when I'm open to understanding how you think. You I a, don't have to agree with you. When you have you. a group of parents. You don't have to agree with me. That should be how it goes. When you have
0: a group of parents to get together, one of the ending arguments for, we got to go out of town for the weekend, and we're looking for somebody to come in and sit, you always got to the point, yeah, we really like them. We do a lot on Friday night. Do you really want to watch on your kids? right? That was like, do you really want to watch your kids? Yeah. No, you, you should, can't watch my kids, right? <laughs> you should
1: stop and think about that. But that's the not same question. Goes. Yeah,
0: not anything goes. I like yeah. those people, but they're really not prepared to watch my kids. Well, that's who we're sending to these schools and yeah. and at all levels. And they are going to tell us to that, to that we
1: can't, that they're not going to tell us about the curriculum. All yeah. of a sudden that changes. So when yeah. we start looking at, okay, what does our religious freedom look like? Um, I, th- I think we should be looking at that because it's protected under the First Amendment. And most people just don't know that we have, like, this Constitution that's really (laughs) tiny. Um, There's one version. Here's another version. Really tiny, um, narrow. And so you can put them in your purse. You can hang out with them. And you can get to know it, get to know this thing, because those things are actually protected. Uh, You have a right to believe what you're believing. I have a right to believe what I'm believing. When you start telling me that, you know, I'm not going into your realm and telling you what to think, I may tell you some education Um, that you didn't hear before, but this is a back and forth. You're going to probably tell me education I haven't heard before. And that is a healthy conversation uh, that we need to be having. And what this does is it stops us from having any good conversation at all.
0: And we've been deluged with green lately, right? The green economy, the green New Deal, the green everything, and everything's going to solar and it's going to uh, whatever power other than fossil fuels. So I was glad to hear this one, General Motors. Uh, and this is another Texas story. General Motors has decided to invest 500 million dollars to build new internal combustion powered SUVs right here at the plant. Wow, would you look at Texas. that? I think that's gasoline. That's gasoline? Oh my goodness. 500 million dollars, it's not chump change. It's not, uh, you know, billions and billions, but it's a huge investment for this company and for a company that we only see in the news lately for their their EVs, their electric vehicles to see them still investing in the uh, internal combustion engine for anything is great. And the fact that it's on a full-size SUV, that's even better. So these are not going away. The people that talk about these green issues, um, I don't know who they are, what they read, but they're not really evaluating reality as it stands. Well, in
1: Texas in particular, but across the nation, we have a couple issues with this. And that is that we... we don't really have the infrastructure to support the electricity, but we're starting to wonder. Okay, it, when a gas station has a location and they've got, if they put electric on, who pays for that electric bill? Who? All, there's so many pieces that come into play. On and how does the
0: electric and get, get? How does the electric get to the pump? Right, it's got a big extension cord. So it's think of it as just a big. <laughs> A big thing that needs an extension cord, that extension cord has got to plug into something. And right now it doesn't because it's out in the middle of nowhere. So that gas station that is fueling your EV with the pump is actually running on diesel fuel. It's and it takes a
1: long time, actually. It's not very fast. It takes a long to time to fill it. Too in, long. And then you, get, you don't every get story, very far. Every story it's I read. like, well, I'm not seeing a win here on yeah, the EVs. Yeah.
0: Every story I read, it's taking anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour or longer. And that's a lot longer than a gas break.
1: Well, if you enjoyed this, there's even more coming up in our next episodes. Thank you for joining us today. And 6 and 10 uh, Eastern on Traverse TV, and available to anyone on many smart TV apps such as Rumble, Roku, and Traverse TV.
0: Connect with us on obbmdfw.locals.com. Truth, Gab, Getter, and more. Remember to subscribe, rumble, like, and share wherever you're using social media.
1: Get the audio podcast version of this show and over 30 others when you subscribe to the OBBM Network Podcasts on Spotify, iHeart, and wherever you're listening to podcasts. Thank you for watching and letting your friends know about this program.
0: And do please consider being a member of our Locals.com community at the $5, $10, or $25 level. And you can reach that through the QR code on your screen. We're 100% grassroots funded by you. We want to thank our advertisers and remind our viewers to use their products and their services.